Good evening. I'm Paul Drienzo with these headlines. President Joe Biden arrived in Lewiston Friday, visiting a city recovering after 18 people were killed in the deadliest mass shooting in Maine history. 13 people were wounded in the October 25th shootings. 18 precious souls stolen. 13 wounded. Children, grandchildren, spouses, siblings, parents, grandparents, bowling coaches, union workers, beloved members, advocates and friends of Lewis and deaf and hard of hearing community. The alleged gunman Robert Card was found dead of an apparent suicide after a manhunt and shelter in place order by officials. There isn't a motive, but family members had concerns for his deteriorating mental health. And in Gaza, an Israeli bomb struck a school used as a shelter, leaving blood-spattered walls and rubble. Earlier, Israel's military admitted striking an ambulance outside a crowded hospital. The charity Medical Aid for Palestine says 39 health care facilities and two hospitals have been struck by Israel's forces. Meanwhile, Hazan Nasrallah, the leader of the Lebanese militant group Hezbollah, denied it wants to a wider war with Israel. Nasrallah says his group is drawing Israel's attention away from Gaza to strengthen its ally, Hamas. The Hezbollah leader blamed the United States for the violence and reminded the U.S. of its losses in Lebanon in the 1980s. Those who defeated you in Lebanon at the early 80s are still alive, backed and supported by their children and grandchildren. On October 23, 1983, 241 U.S. military personnel and 220 Marines were killed by a suicide bomber in a barracks in Beirut. And the United Nations Humanitarian Agency says it urgently needs $1.2 billion to fund relief efforts for 2.2 million Palestinians in Gaza and 500,000 more in the West Bank. The UN spokesperson Liz Throssell says Israel is provoking violent settlers on the West Bank illegally occupying Palestinian land. Settler violence, which was already at record levels, has also escalated dramatically, averaging seven attacks a day. In more than a third of these attacks, firearms were used. We have documented that in many of these incidents, settlers were accompanied by members of the Israeli forces. Since October 7th, protests have rocked the West Bank. More than 256 Palestinians have been killed there, 11 in the last 24 hours. More than 2,000 Palestinians have been arrested. At a news conference in Israel, Secretary of State Antony Blinken spoke pointedly alone, without a representative for Israel at his side. President Biden has consistently stressed the need for Israel to operate according to international humanitarian law. I also emphasize that the protection of civilians must take place not just in Gaza, but also in the West Bank, where incitement and extremist violence against Palestinians must be stopped and perpetrators held accountable. More than 9,000 Palestinians have been killed in Gaza. Almost 4,000 are children. WBAI spoke with Palestinian peace activist Mazin Kumseya at his home in Bethlehem on Friday. He says the United States and its allies are supporting genocide. This is the first time in history where we have supposed international law. It is being ignored and war crimes and crimes against humanity are supported and even funded and weaponized by uh, the U.S. and its allies like uh, Germany and France. 
In Washington, President Biden says he'll veto a $14.5 billion supplemental arms package for Israel because he opposes the GOP approach. Newly minted Speaker Mike Johnson wants to hook the funding to budget cuts. And President Biden has said his call for $100 billion in weapons to Israel and Ukraine is good for the economy because it creates jobs. But Air Force veteran Christian Sorensen, senior editor at the Eisenhower Network, says that's not true. There are many other industries that the U.S. government could invest in, such as healthcare and sustainable energy and education, which produce far more jobs per dollar than comparable investment in military industry. And in local news, yesterday the FBI raided the home of Mayor Eric Adams' chief fundraiser, Brianna Shugs, investigating if money from Turkey was being funneled into his campaign. The mayor abruptly canceled a trip to Washington to discuss the migrant crisis and hasn't answered reporters' questions since. He's not been mentioned in the investigation. Paul Drienzo, New York.